Roll for Romance is a podcast featuring five friends horny for D20. Welcome to Roll for Romance, a 5e D&D podcast where we're looking for love in all the role places. I'm your DM, Emily, and with me, I have four amazing adventurers. Hi, I'm Holly. I play Ferris, a tiefling warlock. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I play Miles Gloriosus, an Acemar paladin. Hi, I'm Desiree, and I play Hilrana, and I was about to say a tiefling warlock. <laughs> <laughs> Join me. <laughs> She's a uh, Gen- Gen- Genasi druid. Hi, I'm Sarah, and I play Lanaver, and he is an Eladrin bard. Hey, boss. I, I know why you called me in, and I want to apologize for taking an unscheduled break and uh, spilling wine all over your customer yesterday. Yeah, I know it was wine your sister had gotten you for your birthday and that you've been saving it for a special occasion. And that there's a pile of oily and wine-stained clothing all over the place that we can't sell. It's it's just that the customer was so adamant about me dressing him and giving him wine, and the customer's always right, right? So, uh, I tried my best. I'm sorry. No, I'll never be able to move out of my grandma's house. Ugh. I hope that that airship that that muscly man and his weird friends were going on crashes or gets attacked by pirates. So we need to have Lanny and Ferris roll initiative. All right, we're rolling initiative. Now roll initiative for these air elementals. Ferris got a big fat four. I got an eight. An eight. And actually, I'm going to also have Hilrana and Miles roll. Even though you guys are asleep, perhaps you will hear something on your initiative. We'll give you a chance to wake up. Oh, you're sleeping. I got a 12. Eight. Up first, I'm going to roll to see if anybody else is waking up on the ship. That is very bad. Melees, let's go ahead and just make a perception check for me and see if you can hear anything that's going on. <laughs> Six. Six. Yeah, man. It's good sleep. The ship is I rocking. sleep deeply. Yeah. And Hilrana, you can also make a perception check for you and for Chadley. Eleven. For, and you want me to roll for Chadley? Yes, please. What's his perception? Just a straight roll. Two. Two. <laughs> You guys, you guys are getting are, some good rest. Yeah, you're getting some really good rest, and that's important. You gotta look good and be ready and refreshed for the island. Lanover, you are on the deck standing where the hatch is that goes down towards the lower deck. You've come up onto the deck. Some of the ship hands have been racing around. One of the air elementals went towards a group of them, and the other one is coming face to face with you and Ferris. What would you like to do? So I have a question. Could I conceivably cast message at one of the sleeping people? Yeah, go for like it. Like I know what room they're in. I'm totally fine with that. Okay. So I'm going to cast message, which is an action, and I'm going to try and wake Elrana up. And I, the, the message is, Elrana, wake up. We're under attack from air elementals. 
So you hear that in your sleep, you hear Lanaver's voice say that. Do I wake up? I would say just make one more, I guess, like a wisdom check to tell if you're dreaming or if it's... Or if it's uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dang it. So you hear, you hear Lanny's voice in your head. You're like, and oh, it just, whatever. Yeah, it just incorporates into your dream yeah. and you start having air, like sexy air elementals yeah, yeah. doing like a little dance for you in your dreams. So you don't hear anything back. Actually, you could say something back in your sleep to Lanaver, but it would be part of your dream. <laughs> like, oh, Lanaver, what are you doing here? <laughs> and you brought your sexy friends. <laughs> oh, shit, I don't think that worked. <laughs> okay, so that was your action. What would you that like? Was my what would you like to do? You want to do a bonus action? Any movement? Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to draw my weapons. I've got my uh, rapier and my my dagger and I'm going to move towards the air elementals. You can get up into melee with the air elementals if you wanted to. The one that's over near you and, yeah. and Ferris. I'll go ahead and do that. Alright, so I basically wasted my my turn. No, you didn't. That was a good thought. The <laughs> air elemental in front of you, Lanaver, seeing you coming up to it with weapons drawn is going to make an attack on you. Yeah. And this is where Emily murders you. Yep. In the in the <laughs> sixth episode of the podcast i think i'm not sure okay so it's going to make uh two slam attacks on you lanifer nice <laughs> he doesn't have a whole lot of experience which is why i'm like he's going to go towards the enemy that was stupid well the first one is going to be an 11 to hit which i don't think nope. hits that was bad so the first slam of the the air against you doesn't really do any damage and then the second one Oh my god. Uh, that's a 12 to hit. Does that nope. hit you? Well, that's a very inept nice air elemental. The other one is not near you guys. It's over by the ship hands. And it is going to create a whirlwind. And they all have to make a strength saving throw over there. That was actually not too bad. Yeah, they all save. Wow. I guess they're used to being on an airship and being blown around by wind. So the whirlwind wraps around them with this air elemental taking on a whirlwind form. And none of them are flung away and or knocked prone. They do take half bludgeoning damage from this attack. So they'll take half of 10, which would be five points of damage, which is not good for these buddies. They are very injured by the wind slamming into them. I believe after that turn, it is your turn, Ferris. Ferris is going to cast Witch Bolt on the lefty. Okay, lefty, I guess, would be the one closer to you guys, we'll just say. Okay. Go for it. Natural 20. Oh, nice. Okay, so that definitely hits this air elemental. Um... Go ahead and roll damage for me. And what type of damage is Witch Bolt? It's lightning damage. Lightning, okay. And you double the dice with the natural 20. So that's four damage. Four damage for the Witch Bolt mm -hmm. with, even with the double. Oh, double eight. Yeah. So you do eight points of damage, but it, you'd think that it would be have a little bit more impact, but as the lightning crackles into its body, it almost feel, looks like it ab absorbs it, sort of, not in a way that's healing it, but just in a way that it seems like the air elemental does not seem to take as much damage from lightning. Are there any bonus actions that you would like to take? Do you want to do any movement? No. Up next is somebody else who's going to try to see if we wake them up from the noise. 
Yeah, I would say that person wakes up and they're going to start leaving their cabin, um, but you don't see them yet up on the deck. Next are the uh, deckhands, and they're all going to try. Uh, I'm going to make an intelligence check for them to see if they would know how to handle these air elementals being on the ship. They're not sure. They look a little confused. One of them is going to take out a dagger and try to stab the air elemental that's near them. Yeah, might as well try if they're not sure. Roll for an attack. That will not hit. So the dagger just kind of slashes through a little bit of the side of the air elemental and does nothing. And this person looks very confused and scared and tries to back away a little bit. And the air elemental is going to just try to slam into it as a uh, attack of opportunity as it moves away from it. That will definitely hit. Yeah, that guy just crumples to the ground. The other three see this and look terrified, and they're going to use their turn to think amongst themselves to try to figure out how to get these things off the ship without attacking them. So that's going to be their turn is just panicked and thinking, trying to figure out what the hell to do. I have like a large fan to just blow them off. Yeah, they maybe, I don't know if they have a large fan, but they're trying to, they're brainstorming. They're doing a quick brainstorm. Back to the top, we're gonna see if this guy wakes up. Nope, still sleepy. Melees and Hilrana, um, I'll have you guys roll to see if you wake up and then we'll we'll do Melees first if if he does wake up. Probably not gonna wake up, I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? Uh, an 11. 11's enough to wake up. Oh, thank God, okay. He's never perceived anything in his life. What did you get, Hilrana? I got a 13. 13. You both wake up. You The sexy air elementals have turned into, like, bumping into you more violently than you thought as the airship rocks, and you start to fall off of your bed a little bit, and you wake up right before you fall onto the floor, Hilrana, and notice that it is storming pretty bad. Same thing for you, Melee, except you don't fall off the bed. You just hear the sound of people shouting up on the deck. So, Melee, what do you do when you wake up and you hear that shouting? Oh, Grab my sword and run up there. You get up onto the deck. I'm going to say that it will take your action and your movement to get up onto the deck. So you could have a bonus action. You see two air elementals, one of them fighting Lanny and Ferris, and the other one surrounded by three deckhands and a fourth one crumpled on the ground. Okay, so I can't really do anything yet. Okay, you just survey the scene, Miles. You get a lay of the land and let your battle senses start to come out. Hilrana, you are awake now. You hear commotion up on the deck. I jump up and I... Chadley falls onto the ground and speaks loudly in protest. (laughs) Sorry, Chadley. Morph on my cool uh, magical girl style wood armor. Okay, we'll say it's a bonus action. (laughs) Wood wood armor bonus action. Um, And I run up on deck. Okay, so that would be your bonus action, your action, and your movement to get up to the deck. You see the same thing, you're next to Melee's and you see two spooky air elementals. Are they hot? Uh, Let's roll and see if they're hot to you. Yeah, let's roll and see if those air elementals are hot. I don't know what Hilverad is into, but I'm going to say they look kind of neutral as far as attractiveness. They're very mm-hmm. amorphous. They don't have many humanoid features. They could still be hot. goes back downstairs. Going back to sleep. <laughs> Lanaver, it is now your turn. Okay. Well, I definitely saw this guy try to attack with a, a knife, and that didn't look like it went super great. Make a a perception check retroactively for that attack. 
Okay. I got a four. Yeah, it did look like it It just, that type of attack was not going to do anything. Okay, well, I'm going to cast a spell. Cool. I'm going to cast, uh, the, the one in front of me, I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers. Oh. So Dissonant Whispers, uh, he has to make a wisdom save. Okay. Let's see. Oh, that's a natural three. Okay, so that fails, because uh, I'm assuming he doesn't have a, no, uh, he a bonus of yeah. 11. No, absolutely not. Okay. I'm, I'm just kidding, so, he does. <laughs> just kidding, he's, he's the wisest of <laughs> The wisest of all creatures in all the land. <laughs> and so then he takes uh, 3d6 psychic damage, and he must immediately use his reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed, his, I don't know if it has a gender, uh, Yeah, we can say his, from me. Um, he has to go as he has to get away from me. Awesome! Roll your damage. Oh Jesus! I just rolled two. Oh, and five. <laughs> I rolled two, two ones and a two. So four. <laughs> so four. four. But he also uh, has to flee from yeah, you as he far as flee. he can go. So I think that means I can get an attack of opportunity on him. Yes, as he's moving away, you can use your reaction to do an attack. All right, I am going to try and stab him with my rapier. Go for it. You know, I might as well try. Stab the air. I don't know if that's going to work. Uh, no, I do not. I absolutely do not. I rolled a three. Three's all around. You try to stab out with your rapier and it doesn't seem to connect at all with whatever body this air has. It's going to try to move away from you. And I think that it is going, you see it move up to the arcane bubble and like, and slam its body against it, but not able to get through it. Okay. But it's going to stay up there about 45 feet above you. Now it is, it's the air elementals turns. You can see that whatever vague expression it has looks panicked a little bit beyond the panic that came from the dissonant whispers and you see it trying to fly across the dome of the arcane bubble make a insight check if you would like to anybody who's out there can make an insight check i got uh 17. 17. oh wow four (laughs) i don't know what this air's doing Uh, i got 13. i would say that the 17s can tell that this thing looks like it is trying to find an exit. Oh, it, yeah. It yeah. looks like it just wants to get out of here beyond how Lanny scared it. Okay. Like maybe it didn't want to be in here to begin with. Yes. Okay. That's the impression that you guys get from it. Ferris, you were like, that thing's just crazy. It's, it's, crazy, it's mad. Man. Who knows what it's doing? Who knows the, who understands the ways of the wind? And Milis, you, you kind of get a similar impression, but maybe not as, as detailed as Lady and Helvana. Ferris, you are up on the deck. You had Witchbolt attached to it. When it moved further than 30 feet away from you, the, it's severed. So you can, you can do something else now if you would like to. Eldritch Blast. So that is a 26 to hit. Shit, yeah. It's... Okay, and it hits it like in its feelings. Yeah, <laughs> to its core. And non-damage. Nine damage, very nice. Eldritch Blast energy crackles into the air elemental. Take that crazy air thing. Uh, anything else, Ferris, that you would like to do? Just scowl in fury. Okay, good. Yeah. Scowl at the wind. <laughs> Old man shakes. This person yeah, she, she woke up. I don't need to roll for her. She's awake. You see Ingrid, the half-orc, half-elf that nobody really talked to but was late for the airship ride, comes racing up onto deck next to Miles and Hilrana, and she 
can't really take any actions, but looks around and surveys and, and says to you all, we need to get those things off the ship. I think it's trying to escape. I don't think it actually wants to be here, but I can't, I, it can't find any exit. So that's about all she can get on her turn is just having that brief right. conver- yelling conversation. I'm going to make an intelligence check for these deckhands. It is their turn to see if they are smart enough to realize this as well. I got a one, a five, a two, and a five. <laughs> Look, they're having a stressful time. Oh wait, and one of them's on the ground. So that one actually, that was a death save for that one. Uh, I'll, I'll be generous and say that the five was one of those. So at least it wasn't a natural one for its death save. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, so the three of them just are so panicked by what's going on. They've never experienced this before that they're going to just stand there in terror. Back to the top, this guy, let's see if he wakes up. I am suing this airline after this. It's <laughs> privately owned airships, and I'm they're really rich, so it might be a, it might be a good people to yeah. sue. Does anyone want to join my lawsuit? Class action lawsuit. definitely does. <laughs> you see here the stomping of very heavy footsteps coming up the stairs from the hatch underneath the deck. Behind it's almost a little traffic jam at the top of where the the hatch is. Fallad and Frostmane comes out, and he has a large. A great sword that he has in his hands. He can't do anything again because he used his turn to get out of a there. A lot of he useless has people on Th- this ship, including me. Well, Thaladin is uh, completely nude. He did not take time to put clothing Excellent. on. He was sleeping nude, apparently. Can you describe that for <laughs> <laughs> um, I think a lot of you are distracted right now, and he's behind most of you, so oh, I'm going to say okay. you don't get a full a, a full view. You're a little distracted, but just for flavor, he is nude, completely nude, um, up on the deck of the ship with his great sword. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he's ready to attack if needed. Let's say the greatsword is tastefully covering his junk. His other greatsword. His other greatsword, exactly. I'll draw that later. <laughs> Nilace, you are able to now do something. You heard the woman behind you say, we gotta get them off of the thing, but the deckhands seem to be doing nothing. Yeah, I'll yell at the deckhands, well, at everybody, and just say, we need to get it off the ship. We need a hole in that bubble right now. I'm gonna say, make an intimidation check to see if you can get them to snap out of whatever terror is going on. Ha, nat 20. Oh, shit. Should've said it more intimidatingly. (laughs) Your voice bellows. There's a crack of lightning against the arcane bubble and your voice booms out afterwards and they hear you say this, they all snap to attention and look like they're going to cast something to open up the arcane bubble on their turn. Can I also, because I have that uh, protection, I'm a protection paladin and so could I move to step in front of them and kind of shield them or whatever while they're you can definitely do that. You can use your movement to run across and then and be at the ready in case the one air elemental, which I didn't have it take its turn because it just, I forgot and it got distracted. So it's going to take its turn now. It also is going to fly up. It's going to fly up next to the bubble. So you could attack it if you wanted to melees, but it seems like it's going to try to join its friend to get away. No, he's honorable. So if it's scared and trying to run away, he's not going to do all right, Hilvrana, you saw Melees do this. Is there anything you would like to do to aid? What type of, like, can I attack the bubble with my weapon or is the okay? Yeah. I want to, can I cast Shillelagh 
club and yes. then whack it. Yeah, go ahead and roll an attack for me. Um, I got a 12. A 12? You bash into the arcane bubble and it ripples a little bit, but you don't pierce through it with that level of attack. Can I throw Chadley at it? Not open Chadley. You can use your bonus action to... Bonus action. Throw Throw Chadley. Okay. <laughs> Chadley uh, succeeds his... I'm going to roll for Chadley. Uh, he succeeds his dexterity check, and he is clinging on to the invisible, semi-invisible uh, bubble with his claws just freaking out, and he tries to nod a little bit, but it's not doing anything. He just slides yeah, down, starts, like... Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't or, injure himself, though, in the process. No, we've done this before. He yeah. does, like, a cool flip when I throw him. Lanover, your turn. Unfortunately, I don't really have any good uh, ways to attack the bubble itself because all of my uh, my attack spells are damage spells. So I'm going to... Um, who looks the most injured? The, there's somebody who's down, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go over and cast Cure Wounds on that uh, deckhand. Okay, yeah, you can definitely do that. It's 1d8 plus 4. Oh, so it's all... It's a uh, 12. Wow, yeah. that, that, that deckhand is back up. The other person, one of them was kneeling over that deckhand and was weeping and looks at you and just starts bawling even more and grabbing onto the one's hand and being like, oh my God, you're okay, you're okay. Oh. Uh, anything else? Yeah, I just can't really, if, if we're going to try and make a hole, I think that's the best thing to do and I can't contribute to that. Uh, Ferris. No, air elementals. They're going to swirl around. One of them is going to make a whirlwind attack just in, like, anger, and it is going to clip Melee's and the four people standing there and Lanny. So I need all of you guys to make a strength saving throw. Oh, good. I'm I'm definitely really good at strength saving throws. Those are the best for me. 19. Oh. <laughs> An eight. Nope. Uh, Melee's. Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay. So, actually, uh, Hilrani, you didn't need to make one. Sorry. Well, you could have made one anyway, just to show how strong you are. But I'm just like, <laughs> we're off on the side flexing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Lanover, you are knocked prone onto the deck about 20 feet away from this group of people. Mm-hmm. You, you slam into the one railing of the deck and fall to the ground. Melees, you're fine. You're able to stay upright. The pe- Two of the people around you are also flung by the air. Um, two of them stay upright. And all of you guys are going to take that that failed. So that would be Lanny plus the two deck hands take. Holy shit, that's a lot of damage. Oh my god. Am I gonna- oh my god, I'm gonna murder you guys. Oh. Farewell, Lanny. Fuck. That's so much damage to do. Just tell us. How, Jesus how Christ. Many, how many hit points do you have, Lanny? I have 11 because I'm, I'm very sickly. Am I dead? Did it kill me outright? <laughs> oh, no. Shit. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. No way. Did it do more than 22? It did 22 damage to you, Lanny. Is that... That will kill you I outright. I am dead. Lanny is dead. 
It's okay. <laughs> I had it. I have a contingency plan. Okay, that's Holy good. Holy fuck! <laughs> oh my god, uh, this is my fault, and I knew what I was doing when I was getting into this. But Lan- okay, Lanny is. She's like dead, dead. Lanny, she's you, dead. Miles, is there anything that you can do as the protector, Miles? Ah. Uh. In okay, this situation, can Chadley be a necromancer? I have and he, reaction. You know, she's a zombie for the rest of okay. the. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can what were you saying, uh, Lauren? Every action while wielding a shield and a creature you can see attacks a target other than you within five feet. You can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Mm, it's there's no attack. You know roll. what? I'm gonna say that Melee's in this situation. You can sense that Lanny is not gonna make it through this. That Lanny, two of these other people will be killed by this the the blast of wind that's happening you can instead of because it's not making an attack roll i will let you give um lanny advantage on their strength save by kind of trying to hold them up with with uh the shield nice okay now, you so can still I have be, to roll it again yeah i like my necromantic squirrel idea <laughs> i got it well, a 12 is just what you need oh, to say. No. <laughs> That's great. Oh so so right. I do take half damage. You're going to take half damage. So but I'm you, out, you are, but I'm not yeah, dead. You're not dead immediately. But in a coma. Have, you are, I'm, you're going to be dying. making death saves, but you're not dead. Two of the other ones are dead. And that's a fun thing that everyone's going to have to deal with after this. Ooh. Wait, who else is dead? The two of the, the, the deckhands oh, are well, dead. Nobody cares about them. Whoa. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> then now we know a little bit more about Hilverana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's on the phone with her lawyer right she, now. She's hardened against yeah, She's ready to sue. And then, Melis, you take half of that damage, which would be uh, 11 points of damage. This is not a great situation. You see this happen, Ferris. You see Lanaver almost take a killing blow from the air and, and uh, Melis help keep him aloft so you don't actually get flung flung across the deck you're still next to melee's being held up i love you no what would you like to do ferris i'm gonna throw a witch bolt um and try to break nice okay (laughs) i'm gonna try to teach that hole a lesson describe how you teach that whole lesson <laughs> with my witch ball okay i'm gonna give you advantage on this because okay. what originally broke through this bubble was a lightning attack so i'm gonna let you have advantage it's, it's an attack roll right yes okay cool okay so 21 mm-hmm. awesome oh and yeah, 14. Okay, it's so 21. That definitely is able to crack into the bubble. And um, I'm not going to say that you do a certain amount of damage. It just is enough to pierce a hole into the bubble with the crack of the of the witch bolt. Is there anything else you would like to do on your turn? No. The woman, uh, Ingrid, who was up on the deck and had yelled for them to get off there, is going to race over to Lanover and grab a little pendant that she has around her neck, place her hand on Lanover, and cast Cure Wounds. Bill casting modifier is plus four. So you'd get back eight points, and you are conscious. I'm doing awesome all of a sudden. So Lanover is back up. The other two deckhands are dead still. It is their turn now, the remaining two, and they're going to use their turn to to use their magic to pull the the tear that you made further apart. This is really not a good 
image. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it. Tear them. Widening, widening the hole. They're widening their, the hole with their ship oh magic. And elementals can just slip on yeah. through. Oh my god. That's their turn. And then. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who are dead. <laughs> They're almost literally almost dead except for. Yeah, she's amazing. fine now. Our friend, our nude friend Thaladin, <laughs> strides forward with his great sword, and he is going to try to intimidate. I guess he's seeing what Miles did with yelling at the the deckhands. He's going to try to use his presence to intimidate the air elementals into leaving. He's going to yell, "Get out of this ship before I destroy you!" I feel bad for these air elementals. Like they don't want to be here. He got a natural one. Oh shit, so they're like, haha, dude. He says that, but as he's yelling that, there's a huge, unlike with Melee's where it, the lightning cracked and then Melee's rang out after it, it happens exactly when he's oh, yelling it. So you guys can tell that he has this really intimidating posture. He seems like he's so committed, but you can't hear anything that he says. And the elementals are so distracted that they just don't even care about him. Yeah. But that's his turn. We have up next Melee's. I feel like we should all just go below deck. Kind of like when a bird gets stuck mm-hmm. in the house, you just open a window and leave the room. So <laughs> do you want to yell that at people? Yeah, I'll, I'll just be like, everyone below deck. And I'll grab the two deck hands and literally drag them out. The the ones that are alive or the ones that are dead? Well, the ones that are alive, the ones that are dead, I mean... Not much I can do there. <laughs> you grab one under each arm and can carry them off and down below deck. Helrana, you heard Miles yell that there's the hole in the in the barrier. What would you like to do? Uh, I'll follow. Okay, Miles. so you run over and, and go beneath deck as well. Lanover, I'm gonna follow, but before I do that, I'm gonna try and spook one of these air elementals again. Okay. So that it'll get the get the heck out. So I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers again awesome. at one of them. It's a wisdom save, DC 14. That's a 16. It saves, it takes half damage, but it, and it does not have to move away. I would say that you can see, Lanover, that this thing is already so panicked that maybe just it didn't have the mental impact that you would have thought it would have. Yeah, um, it takes four psychic four. damage. Okay. And then I'm going to run below decks. It is now finally their turn. You can see out of the corner of your eye, Lanover, as you're just about to go beneath the deck, that indeed the two air elementals rush out of the arcane bubble, but there is still a tear in the bubble, and the witch bolt could still be connected with it if you wanted it to. Ferris, it is your turn. I'm going to disconnect the witch bolt. Okay, cool. So you stop probing the the hole in the in the yes. arcane bubble. Gonna get um, my get my paws away from that hole. Exactly. And the other two had already stopped trying to stretch it because they've been carried away. <laughs> they got carried away trying to stretch that hole. Uh-huh. Yeah. I understand. As soon as you see them go through, you can disconnect your connection with the witch bolts and it the bubble seals back up. And there is no more danger on deck. Hello, it's me, your friend and DM Emily. A few quick announcements and then I'll get you back into the amorous adventure. To start, Thank you so much for listening. This episode, we'd like to do a special shout out to at the Pope Michael on Twitter, who has been an incredible advocate and supporter of our show. He's a DM and creator of TTRPG content, and so you should go check him out. 
If you'd like to be shown some love in a future episode, tweet something out about our show and mention at Roll for Romance. We'd also be incredibly grateful if you could leave a review of the show on the podcast app of your choice. It will go such a long way towards helping the show. Our theme song is Neon Laser Horizon by Kevin McLeod. You can find details about all of the music in today's episode on our show notes. Our next episode will be out on October 14th. And guess what? In addition, we'll be releasing a very special spooky one-shot inspired by one of our favorite vampire romances. No, I'm not talking about the one with the sparkly vampires. Think maybe a little bit more violent, a little bit darker, a little bit more ridiculous. We'll give more information in the next episode, and we hope that you'll check that out. Now, without further ado, let's get back into the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Combat is now over, and you guys have a moment to breathe. It seems that around the same time you've made it through the large storm that was going on, the the ship is not rocking around as, as much. Some of the other ship hands who were probably hiding for a lot of this fight have emerged and are getting things back under control. The other two that have been carried off by melees go out on, back onto the deck as much as they appreciate that and get their friends and try to see if they can do anything to help them. Lanover's going to go... He's not really trained in medicine, but I mean, if there's anything that he could do to help, he'll try and help. Ingrid is still over there by the bodies. She was also trying to check them out. You can come over and, and, and check as well, so make a medicine check. Okay. Uh, I got a 14. You get over there, you check the bodies, and they both, unfortunately, are dead. She looks at you with a very grim look and says, I, I, I tried to help them, but it's a, it's a bit beyond my skill. Oh, well, thank you for trying. Um, we don't have a priest on board, do we? I, I'm trained somewhat, but not at the level that we would need. I see. Um, I'm going to go get Jalesa and see if there's, if she has any way of getting in touch with people that can help them. That's an excellent idea. All right. And she, she goes off grim faced. Anything else you want to do after checking the bodies? Um, I'm going to just, you know, kind of look shaken. Mm hmm. You saw, you saw that moment, Lanover, before Melee saved you, that moment of death coming for you. Yeah. It's, yeah. This is a new thing. Melee's will go and uh, respectfully move the bodies away from people so they can't just gawk at them and, and cover them up. And yeah. Yeah, that's a, a good plan. I think that. Thaladin will aid you after getting some shorts to put on. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> he, he understands that it might not be appropriate to continue to wander around nude. You guys can take them below deck into where their quarters would be and lay their bodies there. Jalesa, after a few moments, comes in looking completely shocked and, and dumbstruck by what has happened. And she says, Oh, oh my God. It's okay. It's okay. We always, we, we know that sometimes air travel can be dangerous. I didn't ever expect it to be this dangerous. This is, I'll fix this. I can fix this. Um, I'll, I'll talk to 
the the priests on the, on when once we get to the island and and they should be able to help. I'll, I'll do I'll do anything I can. Uh, anything it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll figure it out. Has this ever happened before? No, no, no. We've been through storms before, but nothing. No one's ever died before. Do you think there could have been a sabotage? I mean, there's a bubble protecting the ship, and still somehow two elementals were able to get in. I have no idea. I didn't. It seemed like it was a regular storm. I, I talked to some of the other deckhands and they and they said that it looked like it was a, just a strong lightning strike that hit the bubble in a, at a bad time. I I wouldn't I don't know why anyone would want to sabotage our, our ship, but I, I will definitely have people look into it as soon as we land. All right. I, I am going to go get some rest. Of course, of course. Are you all right? And she looks and she sees that you are show damage, even though you're not you're like up. I'll I'll, I'll be all right. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, I'm going to also slip a note under Lanny's door on the way out that says, I'm glad you're not dead with some hearts. Aww. <laughs> Anyone else like to do anything for the rest of the airship journey? Uh, Ferris is just going to walk up and down the deck. Yeah. Keep yeah, an eye Neely's out. just yeah. going to be up there too. Do we have enough time for a long rest or no? It would be a short rest. Okay, short rest. Although, yeah. I, how many hours do we have? Actually, yeah, I would say if it's, it, we can say it, t- it will take four more hours. Okay. So, so it could be a long rest for you. Yeah, because I, I can do trance. The rest of the airship flight is uneventful. Some of you get rest more fitfully than others. Some of you patrol the deck and make sure that no other danger comes. The airship lands. It's still dark. You can see the very edge of light coming up in the sky and it lands without issue. Everything's fine. And you are in this small port on this private island. You couldn't really get a good view from it because it is still fairly dark. It doesn't matter to you right now, though, I don't think. People died. Yeah, just want to get on the ground. You just want to get on the ground. So they will, the, the deckhands that are remaining will quickly make everything prepared so that you can get off the ship Carry they carry the bodies off first and are rushing them towards where you would assume there is a cleric. There are attendants already on the island that were awaiting the arrival of the airship. They see this with shock as the bodies are are, are carried off quickly. Some of them go to aid, and then you all are brought off of the ship. The attendants come on and will help you with any luggage that you have. Lady Jalessa stands before you and says weakly, "Well." I I had no way of an- anticipating this and I everything that I had planned seems a bit asinine now but I hope that we can we can salvage this experience and maybe let it let us grow stronger and, and get to know each other in a, a more meaningful way. Well of course we're here. We might as well carry on. Can you somebody point me to the bar? I was going to have them just escort you to the bungalows but Anyone who wants to can just come up to the main house. I don't, we don't have to wait if you guys want to just have a drink or something. If you want to go rest, that's totally fine. But yeah. I'll go to the bar with you. Awesome. Let's go. Okay. Are you going as well? Yeah. Yeah. Thaladin will come with you and Mitzi will come with you. Mitzi's a little bit sleepy and isn't sure, 100% aware of what's going on. She got secondhand news of what happened. You make it your way up a pretty steep hillside that goes up to a higher elevation of the island, uh, walk for about 15, 20 minutes and then arrive at this large 
villa where uh, it looks like the main family lives on the island. There are lights illuminated in there. And as you approach, you all see exiting out from the front doors of the villa, a man. A man. A man. A man. A man. Oh my. <laughs> Let's, let's get rid of our, our sadness about death and move right on to a hot man. <laughs> yeah. um, Nothing like a hot man to cure what ails you. <laughs> you see a triton man. He has a light blue-green skin that's slightly like fish scale texture. He has slightly webbed fingers and long black hair that goes into an ombre into a like a bluish green at the tips. Jalesa, you're here. Are you all right? I didn't know we were expecting guests at this time of night. And just looks at all of you. Oh, no. Um, hello. <laughs> I'll roll it's for nice hotness, okay? Yeah, he's got like a plus five modifier of hotness. He, hotness, of hotness. Modifier. So he's about you would if you could quantify hotness, he's about a twenty-three hot. Twenty-three hot. Wow. He's in what looks like sleeping clothes. He's come out to greet Jalessa. She says, "We'll talk more, Marius. Uh, I I figured it would be good to invite." the friends up. Uh, please come have a drink with us. These are my wonderful companions that I brought to to meet you and to have fun on the island. And she's trying to smile. Are, are you okay? And she's like, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, okay. And so he, he says, it's a, it's a pleasure to meet all of you. I'm, I'm Marius. And you are? I'm Ferris. It's nice to meet you. He takes your hand and gives it a kiss. Oh, as well he should. Yeah. And a little, a very noble bow. And Hilrana, are you busy later? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's been a long flight and I need to de-stress if you'd care to join me. Okay, I need you to make a persuasion check for that. It's a pretty high Just DC. Just get right to the It's a pretty point. high DC. Oh, 14. He blinks at you. I could arrange for one of our attendants to provide a, a massage for you or something I'm I believe that I need to catch up with what happened that'll do for now here's uh where I'll be staying though in case you get bored duly noted <laughs> he looks over at you Lanny um hello I'm Lanifer Ferrix nice to meet you a pleasure and he gives you a, a, a deep bow type yeah I will bow thing. I'll bow appropriately um and uh, Miles. I'm Miles. Gloriosis, you might have heard of me. It's nice to meet you. I love Miles. I believe that I have not apologies, but it is a it is a pleasure to meet you, Miles. You might have noticed the tone here is a bit uh, sad. Yes, I, I I was wondering what what is going on. Some people died. Oh, holy is the bar shit! Open? <laughs> Straight to so the point. Like, yeah, we can we can talk about this. Let's get some drinks. And there is a like there's a. It's not a bar bar, like a public bar. It's it's a bar in their house, but she will pour you all some drinks very, very heavily handed if is you would like, like a them. Big, big brother house? No, this is the, the Spears Villa, private villa. It's their vacation home, like, basically? It's like yeah, it's this whole island belongs to them, but this is the main house on the island where the Spears stay. So you guys go grab some drinks. Yeah. Helps you relax. Yeah. Ferris is going to ask Jalessa if she's okay. Oh, 
That that's really sweet of you, Ferris. Thank you for asking. I I would ask you the same thing. That was horrible. You, from what I heard, you help save everyone, and I'm I'm very grateful. I'm I'm fine. Probably you would, might want to be a little cautious. It could have been an accident, but it also could have been deliberate. And so if you're not aware of any issues you're having or no threats have been made against you and your family, then just perhaps maybe beef up security a little bit while we're here. And you can always call on me and I'll do my best to help keep you and your family safe. Thank you, Ferris. That that means so much to me. And I will definitely... my. Marius and I are the only members of the family here right now. I'm going to send words to my sisters and my parents and see if there's any reason why they would think that there would be foul play. I, I can't think of anything, but I guess it's it's always good to be cautious. And I appreciate your 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 uh, guardianship while we're here. Oh, you're welcome, sugar. Um, Lanny comes over and sits down next to Miles, and he, for a moment, he doesn't say anything. He just kind of looks a bit overwhelmed, and then he looks Miles in the eye, and he says, "Thank you so much for stepping in uh, when you did, because I really think it could have gone very differently otherwise." Oh, of course. What kind of person would I be if I let you take a hit like that? Well, I, I really appreciate it. Is this? Was this your first time? Um, yes, actually. Uh, probably the first time I've ever been injured like that, yeah. It's tough the first time. You don't really get used to it. You just kind of grow a nerd to it. I was about to say, you do seem like you're used to it. I wouldn't say used to it. You just accept that it's part of... it's, It's something that will happen. And there's not much you can do about it. And you just have to fight and hope that you win that time. But you seem like you're taking it pretty well. Yeah, I've just never come quite that close to death before. So it does make you think about how things could have gone. But um, as you said, I guess that's just part of being alive and uh, leading an interesting life. So if you try not to wallow in it. Yeah. If it's possible, you know, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Hopefully they'll be able to bring those men back. If not, it might be a little difficult to, for any of us to enjoy ourselves. But yes, you seem like you've had your fair share of uh, near-death experiences. Oh, the stories I could tell you about that. Yes. I mean, I was the... our my home city's main protectant for about a decade. Wow. We forged a war. I was the captain. It led men into battle, most of whom did not make it back. I've seen a lot of death, which is which is helpful because sometimes I can see it coming. You right. Know, such yeah. as in the case of what happened on the airship, just knew to reach out for you. That's all I can hope for, is to just keep being able to do that for real. Yeah. But seriously, don't wallow in it. It's, you'll, you'll just get dragged into it. Try to enjoy yourself. Live every moment like it's your last. Yeah, yeah that's good advice. Thank you. 
to you guys have a nice chat mm-hmm. about death. Um, <laughs> about, I would say, an hour into having drinks, somebody comes, actually, it would probably be Ingrid. Ingrid comes into the house and she says, they they were able to, to, to bring them back. Oh, oh thank you, nice. gods. That's wonderful. Jalessa just starts weeping. Oh, so she's she weeps and then uh, Marius gives her a hug and and she she gives all of you a hug if you will accept it and says I thank you thank you all for trying to stop it and I'm I'm so sorry that you had to go through this and hopefully we can in the morning move past it. Well, sir, Jalessa, none of this was your fault. No. You had no reason to anticipate it, so... I, I suppose that's true. And Marius is like, I just wish that I had been there so that I could have helped you all. Yeah, all was well that ends well. Yeah. Yes. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's live life. All right. So it is the next morning, unless you guys want to do anything. Uh, no, I think probably we're good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After you, you drink more. Who knows what else happens? You can maybe go get a massage at Hilrana if you really, if you wanted that, or if you just wanted to fuck Varius. It's not happening tonight. <laughs> Dang it. Varys just kind of wants to figure out who's in what room. Thaladin has stayed here before, and he's going to lead you all down to where the bungalows are. They are back down the hill and along the coast. There are these overwater bungalows. The other ones have already been claimed, so it looks like the four of you are going to be staying in this one. Steve and Stefan and Ingrid are in another one, and then Mitzi, Faladin, and um, somebody else. Who else is there? Kel is going are going to be in the other one. So there are three bungalows. In the morning, you are awoken by maybe the sun with maybe a terrible hangover. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but... After you have have awoken, you can go to a gathering hall that's also down in this area. It's an open air building, but there's food set out at it, coffee, whatever you want. And there are a few servants that are here and they will each come up to you and offer you a bracelet, which on it you can see has a small gem inset into it that glows very slightly. And they will each tell you that... If you need anything while you're staying on the island, we have these as a means of communicating with the staff here. So if you would like anything at all, just you can hold the gem up towards your mouth and speak aloud what you would like. Uh, We can also use this to know where you are on the island. However, please do not worry if you don't want for people to know where you are, if you value your privacy... You can simply hold the gem, you will see the glow will deactivate and it will make it so that you will not be, no one will be able to hear what you're saying into it. No one will be able to track you. It's just simply a means of communicating with us so that we can better assist you while you're here on the island. Oh, well, thank you. That's very, very interesting. We can also use it if you'd like to communicate with someone else on the island. You can hold it down on the... The, the jewel on here and speak their name. Oh. And it will allow you to communicate with them through their their bracelet. Well, these are lovely. Fancy. Thank you so much. And if you need anything while you're here, we're but a moment away. Happy to help. Whatever you would like. Do you need anything now? No, thank you. Is there uh, like a group breakfast 
happening. Oh, yes, so we have food set out right here, but then also Lady Jalessa and Marius have invited you all up to the main villa as soon as you are ready to have a brunch and a welcome party. Oh, oh that sounds lovely. You see Kel uh, going over to them and, and saying, Yeah, so uh, I don't have any clothing with me. Can you guys get me some stuff to wear? And like, of course, of course. And they rush off and get Kel every single thing that they will need for this stay. Because they have literally nothing with them. This uh, is really extravagant. I, I don't have any clothing either. It's embarrassing. I thought you brought a whole bunch of outfits that you purchased specifically for the trip. <laughs> How would you know that? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of us one of us carried one of your your bags. Did that not belong to you? That was, that was just his face you, serum. You can make a deception check if you want to, Miles. I will. Uh, Very complicated just... skincare regimen. My swords. Um, <laughs> shit, I got a, not, a natural 20. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> Um, they look at you. Oh, sir, of course. I'm so sorry for doubting you and questioning you. We will retrieve anything you would like. Uh, what? Uh, please, leave your specifications for us and we will get you whatever you need. Perfect. Thank you. So you, get, you can get as many cool outfits as they can make you uh, while you're on. <laughs> That's the point. It's a competition, really, to see who can get the most cool outfits. He just likes clothing. Yeah. Anything else before we head up to the main villa for brunch, one of the attendants will say, um, yes, and of course, it is a, a pool brunch, so please oh. wear a swimsuit if you would like. Oh. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Me- yes. Neely's is definitely going to wear his, uh, well, is anyone going to wear the shirt? <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm wearing that over my head. Ferris <laughs> will wear her shirts. Well, if the rest yeah. of you are going to wear it. <laughs> I will deign to it's wear It's our group my... outfit. We gotta roll up this first impression. <laughs> hey! Yeah. <laughs> this is just establishing our brand. Amazing. <laughs> it looks like other people have already made their way up to the main villa, except Kel, who's a straggler still hanging behind, who only ha- owns one loincloth. Line- uh, Thaladin is still there, and he comes out of his bungalow, and he's like, Oh, hell yeah! Look at those shirts! Oh man, I wish I had thought to get one of those. Which one of us picked these out for everyone? And forced me to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Miles. I think it was Miles. Yeah. Thank you, Miles. Yeah, sorry. You guys look awesome. <laughs> this is the only way I'll ever have a six pack. So. And uh, you see that Thaladin is just wearing like a straight up Speedo banana hammock type. All uh, right. Bathing Rocket. suit. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a slight like animal print. Oh, yeah, looks really good. So that's his vibe that he's going with. Uh, nice. He will, he'll be like, raise you, raise you up to the villa. He'll just shout out to everyone. Oh, okay. Elias will I'll, race I'll him. Right, you'll be race right him? there. Yes. <laughs> Anyone else want to race? Um, no, but I'll enjoy definitely the watching not. race. Yeah, same. Okay, um, let's just for the sake of time do a athletics check. We're not going to have a full-on chase. No, scene. I'm going to skip that <laughs> for today. 23. 23. What is his modifier? For I have this? a plus six. In that oh, place. hell yeah. <laughs> oh, he's also got a plus six. Oh, even No. He, he starts off pretty strong. Um, he gets a cramp on his side part of the way up, and he's like, oh, man, oh, oh, i got to train harder. 
oh man. <laughs> I don't love how that's his reaction. It's like, not, I need to drink some water. <laughs> no, I just need to train harder. I just gotta train harder. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, Miles. He'll come up after you. He's, he gets up there probably about like 15 seconds after you and he, he goes up for a high five. Yeah, and a chest bump. A chest bump. I'm gonna do a chest yeah. bump. Yeah. You're, oh, I really, we gotta do that workout because... As you can see, my my lung capacity just isn't as, as strong as yours. Nah, it's the elevation. You're good. We'll just we'll train we'll train here and you'll be just great. Hell yeah. Yeah. The rest of you <laughs> three or four minutes later. Yeah. We're, we're walking. Kel has <laughs> caught up to you caught up with you guys by this time and is walking up with you. Hello, Kel. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, yeah. 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 Good morning. Heard that everybody's alive. Everybody's alive. And I'm just so happy to be alive. They look over at you, Lanaver. They look over at Ferris. They look at Hilrana and they look up at the sky and they're just like, life. <laughs> and oh use the sun gleams down into the prisms, uh, out into prisms yeah. from their, their crystalline skin. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of cheesy, but then also is nice. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Ferris is not feeling that. She is extremely teethingly suspicious of this dude. Amazing. So you get up to the main villa and you see that a very nice brunch has been set out for you. Lady Jalessa and Marius are out currently talking to Mitzi and Ingrid, who are already up there. Steve and Steven. uh, No, Steve and Stefan (laughs) are up there. Although Stefan looks a bit nauseous. And Mm. almost as soon as you all get up there, he races away. And Steve's like, yeah, sorry. I think he has food poisoning. Uh, Oh, dear. He'll be okay. Uh, Jalessa will say, oh, I'm so glad everyone's here. Let's go ahead. I'll just really quickly, I had a whole speech plan, but we're just going to throw that in the garbage because who the fuck needs that anymore? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for coming. This is my brother, Marius. He's awesome. He's kind of a loser, but I still love him. We're both looking for love or friendship, whatever you want. I figured you all seem really awesome and I would love to get to know all of you and also maybe you guys get to know each other. So what we're going to do, we're going to have a get to know you time with a little bit of speed dates. You are brought behind the villa and there are these beautiful palm trees and a very large swimming pool that looks as if it just pours off the edge of a cliff, but it's just an illusion. It's a fantasy uh, infinity pool and a bunch of loungers. But then around the perimeter, there is also these standing tables with little placards on them with names oh and she says i i selected randomly but i thought we could each have a chat or two with some some new friends or old friends and just get to know each other a little bit as a way to connect and start things off on a slightly brighter note wonderful yes that sounds lovely if you don't want to participate you don't have to because i can't control you and you got to do what your heart tells you to do and Marius is like, Jalessa, it, it, it's okay. It's okay, Jalessa. And yes, we, we would love for you to, to participate in activities, even if they sound slightly dumb. Uh, <laughs> let's... <laughs> all right. But I'm happy to get to know all of you. We will start off with date number one, which is, oddly enough, Lanny and Miles are at their table. So we're going to start with them. I'm so nervous. I'm going to do the questions that 
they're like you're supposed to ask people and then fall in love with them after you talk to them. About yes, them. exactly. The so, interview that makes yeah. What if we in inadvertently fall in love with each other? Hell yeah! Through the question. Hell yeah! So the first question is: If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Oh wow! Um, well. If I could change one thing about how I was raised, I wish that we had spent more time with my mother's family and less time with our employers. Your employers? Yeah. Oh, my mother is um, employed by the Torian uh, royal family. She's their, uh, the queen's wizard, basically. Um, And so we spent all of our time in the castle. Uh, We only visited home maybe a week out of every two or three years. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot of time away from home. It was fine. It was a good way to, to grow up, but um, it is always a little bit odd not having those ties with your own culture. That's interesting. I feel like raised implies a family, which right. I did not have. Oh, because I see. I was, oh, it's not, it's not a, uh, bad thing it's just that's how it is for pe- for those who are chosen to protect uh Alefi, my hometown so it was more of um, a training i see i suppose instead of being raised i don't know it's hard to say what i would change and i don't really know what uh what it's actually like to be raised right interesting it's gonna be the same question for uh hilrana and ferris what was the question the question yeah if you could change anything about how you were raised what would it be well probably if i had to change anything about how i was raised it was that i would know who my birth parents are I mean, growing up in that little dwarven village was wonderful. My mom and daddy were so good to me. But the other children in the village, well, let's just say I had to teach them a thing or two. But it taught me to be strong. It taught me to be brave. And it taught me to get what's mine. Well, I mean, it seems like the way you were raised was great, even though you didn't know your birth parents. So True. Because you turned out to be pretty awesome. Oh, thank you, sugar. (laughs) I... I don't know that I would change anything about how I was raised. I was raised on an, uh, in a commune in the woods. Um, it was, it's a female satyr commune, so there weren't any men around. That explains some things. So that's kind of why I'm here, to spend some time with my dad. He's always been supportive. Good. But he wasn't really around. But it was normal for me because nobody's dad was around. But we had a, a fun time. Growing up uh, in the woods with no no rules. It was just wild. I feel like I know so much more about you now. <laughs> and what I know, I like. Oh, thank you. Just because you guys happen to be matched over, we're going to switch to another question. So this is with Ferris and Ingrid. And the question for this round of uh, things is going to be, complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share dot, dot, dot. Hmm, I wish I had someone with which I could share all of my secrets. Oh. And they would I would know all of their secrets. You feel like a little tingle at the base of your of your neck 
like a, a presence that you felt before when you say that. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't know if I have any secrets per se. I, I think we all have our own, own secrets. Uh, I wish I could find someone with who I could share just passion with. Oh, you I know? understand. Oh, you yes. know, just you feel that spark and you feel just electric and alive when you're around them. Well, honey, I have to tell you, I'm feeling a little bit of that right now. Oh, I do. I'm too. Oh, good. We'll see where things go. But yeah, I'm trying to think of a secret that I could tell you. A secret about me. Oh, you can start small. Just just a little something. Um, hmm. Who was your first crush? Oh, goodness. My first crush, he was, he was a, a sweet dwarven boy who lived next door to my family. And I just... I was just so enamored by him. As time's gone on, my my tastes have changed, but he was he was just such a sweetheart. I go for people who are a little bit more fiery now, but at the time I, I thought there was just something so pure and, and gentle about him that I, I really liked. Well, I have to tell you now, I drew, grew up in a dwarven village and my very first crush was on Gentle Dwarven Boy, too. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I know we have so much, we have in, so much common. in common. And then the bell goes off. Next is going to be Melee's and Mitzi. And it is the same question. Uh, complete the sentence, I wish I had someone with whom I could share. Mitzi says, oh, Melee's, it's just a, such a pleasure to meet you. I, I heard about everything that you did last night, man. I'm just so impressed. Oh, sorry. D- did you want to answer the question? Oh, <laughs> It's a pleasure to meet you too, Mitzi. Um, I would say that I would like to find someone with whom I could share adventures. Oh, I like that. I'd like to meet someone who I could have really hot sex with. She's right to the point. I mean, I mean, it happens a lot, but you know, <laughs> just because it happens, so you're just looking. I don't want more. Right, just keep going, you know, next, next, I got it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I also would love to find someone who I could fi- share uh, some 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 lunch with, uh, uh, share a nice laugh with. But yeah, I'm really. What won't we share? We, we can share so much. Well, you know me, Lace, I, I, you seem like such a, a, a nice guy. I don't. How do I say this? As much as I'm looking for someone to share hot sex with, I don't think it's you. Oh, dang. That is, uh, that is fair. I would agree. But you see, you're very nice, Mitzi. I'm sure you'll find someone who would be Thank more than you. willing to share I hot sex with you. definitely share a sandwich with you, though, honey. <laughs> I don't share sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> the buzzer goes off. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Good. Now he's offended. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? <laughs> This is going to be Marius and Lanover. Oh, excellent. Um, so Marius and Lanover, your question is going to be. It's not the same one. Yeah, let's mix it up. Okay. That's Why fine. not? That makes sense. Um, tell your partner something that you like about them already. Um, Marius gives you a, a look. Well, I, I like how open you are with your opinions. Wow, uh, I not many people say that to me, but I, I really appreciate that. I like, well, I honestly, I don't know you very well, and I hate to be superficial, but I, I, I must say that your your hair color and general 
presence is is quite pleasing to look upon. Oh, thank you. I'm sure you get that all the time, though. Oh, not as often as you might think. Oh, that's such a shame. I... You're quite stunning. <laughs> thank you. You're flattering me. You're, you're very uh, good to look at yourself. I... I do actually get told that a lot, but I'm sure you do. I know. I, I don't mean to sound like an ass, but it's it's just a fact. Um, other than that, I like that we were able to openly have this conversation about how hot we both are. I do. I think that yeah, we need to just be a little bit more open about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh wow, I'm I'm so sorry. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> no, that's fine. And then the same question is going to be for. Jalessa and Hilrana. So share with your partner, um, or tell your partner something you like Her about face. them. She's like, I don't like anything oh, about I, for, I, I forgot. There's also a second part to it, which is be very honest, saying things you might not say to someone you've just met. Well, I can say that you're obviously very generous and a good friend from what I've seen. Um, despite kind of ditching your friend at the party, at the uh, dance club. Wow, yeah. Um, but that's that's harsh. But but you know. Well, you did it out of friendship. I and did. Then, out of, I did the ditching out of horniness. That guy yeah, was really. Well, you hot. didn't know that she was in trouble. No, I didn't. That's very true. That that could have happened to anyone. But overall, from what I can tell, you're a very nice person. Well, thank and you. Very kind. Thank and, you, Hilrana. Yeah. So, and those two guys didn't die, so I have my opinion of you. <laughs> well, good not that, to, that, not that yeah. that was your fault, but I may not sue you now. Oh, you were going to sue me. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> just puts all our cards on the table. And I love it. Is, it. is it weird that that's oddly attractive to me? I, I appreciate that. I Honestly, if I had been in the same situation, I probably would have tried to sue you. I appreciate that. I would. I would not have blamed you. Yeah. Well, something that I like immediately about you is, it's going to sound so crass, but I just love your foliage. It's... Thank you. It's incredibly captivating. I almost stopped dancing with that guy when we were at the club. It just was so entrancing. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. I like your foliage as well. Oh, uh. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So next would be Ferris and Steve. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm glad we're doing that one. <laughs> I need to know more about Steve. <clears throat> Watch him be like really captivating. Steve is, in case you forgot, he's very forgettable. Steve is a very bland, slightly disheveled looking uh, pale man with like a dirty blonde hair, some scruff. Are we doing a question? Oh, yeah, there's a question. Shit. <laughs> um, when did you last cry in front of another person? By yourself? Like, two separate questions. Hey, Steve. What the hell kind of question hey. is this? Well, our question is, when's the last time I cried? And I have to tell you, Steve, it's when you looked up at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw those gorgeous, muddy brown eyes. Make a deception check. He's going to make an insight check. My deception is pretty damn good. Uh, 19. You guys tie. And so you have a moment where you see like a flicker of a little bit of flattery on his face. And then it shifts to confusion and then to understanding. 
You know, I, I felt the same way when I saw you, Ferris. I just, I saw your, your horns and I almost wept from, from sheer delight. All right, Steve. So we're both full of shit. Oh, but yeah. That doesn't mean that we can't have some fun while we're here. Really? Oh, really, Steve? I just want to know more about you. Well, there's not a whole lot to tell, but I can show you. Oh, what do you want to show me, Steve? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I didn't think you were going to react that way. Um, uh, do you maybe want to show me something? It's back in, your room? in my room. Oh, shit. No, Stefan's back in there puking his guts out. Ugh. God damn it, Stefan. Well, let me tell you, honey, there's plenty of little hidey holes around this island. I think we should take a little walk. This is not the direction I thought this date was going to go. He's like, so you, Steve just nods. He's like, I think that's a good idea. And you guys just walk off. Yeah, we just walk off. just walk off to go do God knows what. We're just going to make out. Hey, look, she got invited to this crazy tropical island for some good time. She's going to have some. Neely's and Thaladin. So Thaladin's like, hell yeah man and he's like okay so I don't really give a fuck about what question they're asking let's tell me more about yourself I just how did you get the how did you get to be the way that you are so impressed oh you mean like my musculature well yeah yeah that I mean that's I mean that's really probably what most people notice at first Mealy so let's be honest you know as Very a muscly true. man that people are going to look at that. Very true. I will go into great detail about my diet regimen, training schedule. Mm-hmm. Right. starts taking reps. notes. Yeah. Um, you guys, it goes like past the little buzzer and they tell you to move on and you, Fallon's like, no, man, we got to talk about this. This is very important. And so you just have, that's for the rest of the, the, <laughs> the speed dating is Fallon. And, um, make an insight check for me. Uh, 16 um you notice about part of the way through he really was very earnestly writing down notes about part of the way through you look up from describing things and you see him just like staring at you with just rapture and it's his face just He's like dying dazzled all of by his you. eyes with hearts yeah he has hard eyes mm-hmm. yeah for That's- sure uh, this I'm can't be the it. first time this has no, happened to me no, definitely. yeah <laughs> he is typical he's just Melis will just, uh, he won't embarrass Faladin. He'll just bask in it. Melis will turn the glow up a little. Yes, literally yeah. glowing for him. Lorana. Oh, I had to rustle the whole bag around. Uh, Mitzi. Yay. Okay, Ooh. so you are brought to a table with Mitzi. And she says, oh, goodness, it's so nice to see you. Hello, Mitzi. Uh, we are, we've, I think we spoke before. Yeah, we it's did. It's nice to see you again. It is so nice to see you again. Oh, what's the question? Let's wait and see. Um, the question is, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Whoa. Oh, it's probably just going to be doing something crazy on a dare. Really? Yeah. I have the same thought. Wow, that's so awesome. I... I just, I don't know. I just have this urge to just do random things all the time. Especially just anything that sounds fun. And I figure that's probably the way I'm going to die, which 
is okay with me. Oh my goodness, that sounds amazing. I, uh, my mama always told me that I just needed to stop being so wild because I was literally going to break my neck and fall and die at any point. So that's how I think I'm probably going to die is just falling <laughs> off a cliff, breaking my neck. It's a little bit concerning. <laughs> there, there, yeah, there, are so, I, there are so many cliffs and mountains here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I hope you don't. I'm going to be having fun while I'm here. Yeah, I hope you don't, but I would love to have some fun with you. I think we could have a lot of fun together. I think so too. Awesome. I'm going to make, you're going to be my partner on all the adventures. They're going to go base jumping. (laughs) Yeah, base jumping. You know, I heard that they had cliff diving. We could try that if you wanted to. I wonder if you could do that while having sex. Oh, well, we could find out. All right. <laughs> That's how Mitzi dies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, and then finally oh, we, we have, have to get the priest back. Kept <laughs> yes, on retainer for all the deaths that happened on the island. <laughs> Jalessa acted like it was a big deal, but people just die constantly. And Lana Vern. Let's get you a good one. Just do Chadley and get it over with. <laughs> Kel. Okay, you're with Kel. Ah, okay. Nice. Kel hasn't talked to anybody, so that's good. Chadley's very sad. Sorry, Chadley. Nobody to date him. Chadley could, Chadley could be sitting over at the table with, with them if you really wanted Chadley <laughs> He's just too. sitting alone at a table. <laughs> Waiting. Just a little squirrel. Eventually, a little chipmunk comes up Aww. to the table. And he like, it's like, because, um, yeah, Chadley's, he's not, really, he's, he's a squirrel, but he's, he yeah. doesn't associate with. Chipmunks. Chipmunks. Okay, anyway, so Lanny, you, oh, this is our final, our final date. All right. Uh, Kel is there and says, Hey. Hi. Hey, yeah. This is fun, isn't it? it what is was fun. the question? Oh, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Oh, I think I'll probably get some kind of tragic illness and, you know, waste away. Interesting. Yeah. Do you I have get, just a very you get weak sick constitution. A lot? Yes, I do. I do. I don't get sick at all, really. Oh, that must be nice. You know, I haven't, I honestly never think about dying. Well,. You know, I guess there's not much of a point in thinking about it too much. I say that all the time. Why think about death when you, like, life is here around us? Right. Yeah, and there's not much you can do to prevent it in any case. You literally can do nothing to prevent your own death. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I... I, That... (laughs) (laughs) It will... I, I meant more that it's inevitable at some point. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. But also, I meant, like, whatever is going to happen is going to happen, and so you just need to go along for the ride. And, and Kel reaches out their arms again, and the sun glows down as, and I'm thinking, as they like, say that. I could not agree less. <laughs> <laughs> I am too uptight and for Kel. <laughs> it's like, we could, you wanna, we could just go out and, and hang out on the beach, maybe do some beach volleyball or something. You look like that. You might be good at that. I, I've literally never played a sport involving a ball in my entire life. But I could try. Righteous. Yeah. Let's do it anyway. All right. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll drag you off down to the beach to play beach volleyball with with them. All right. My sickly nerd is going to go play uh, beach volleyball. And that, unfortunately, is where we will where we leave off. Is everyone off doing random I'm gonna things have with an people? <laughs> I want to join the beach volleyball, y'all. Yeah, yeah maybe you could tag you could join for me. Yeah, definitely Thalia yeah, okay. and Miles can, can go down and do beach volleyball as well. 
Okay, I'm good. let's finish these up because we only have seven minutes left before I can set you guys free. Um, that was amazing. She keeps us in a literal dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot get free until you date my NPCs. 